Hello and welcome to another episode of the Paranormal Past Podcast. I'm Josh Hammerling. Dalton Van Hooser. And we are here to cover fake folk and leprechauns today. Hey, you Yeah. Well, that was a pirate. Wait, you're right. Yeah. That wasn't very Irish. I don't know. Were there Irish pirates? I didn't look that up. I don't know. There's our hook. We're now back into it. I'm excited. Welcome back to another Friday. This is my favorite day of the week. Yes. Friday? Your Friday. favorite day? It is. Oh, yeah. You know, we it's all right, I guess. I don't you know. know. It is, uh, it's March, so we do have St. Patrick's Day coming up, which is always fun. Yes. It's my, yeah, it's Everybody fun, enjoys yeah, St. Pat- Patrick's right, Day. I absolutely. Mean, except for maybe people in AA. Um, right. Well, huge you know, fans of it. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So what do you got for me today? Ooh, I've got tons. Of, I got some news. All right, I got some quick. news stuff. Let's do it. You know, this one. I've actually been struggling in the last couple of weeks of finding like legit paranormal news, which yes. is unfortunate. But I have found a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, some funky things that have happened. Ooh, what do you got? So this isn't fun, actually, necessarily. <coughs> if you like birds, <laughs> I do. Um, oh, well, then you aren't going to like this. Oh, uh, what? This actually isn't very unco- very uncommon, uh, especially recently. But finding just mass bird deaths. Those are always weird around the around the world. Do you have one? There are there has been this. There was a, a, a hit a couple of weeks ago or about a week ago. Uh, vultures somewhere, I believe in uh, in uh, Guinea Bissau, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some sparrows in Missouri, oh, and then another in group of a flock of birds in India That's went weird. down, and it looked like it was some kind of they're relating it to some kind of compound in what? the atmosphere what? that did it. Because birds are really sensitive. I mean, that's why you took the canary into the mine, right? Yes. Yeah. But so the they're kind of, they have often been throughout history used as yeah. kind of a sign of bad things coming. Absolutely. Yeah. When you see giant flocks of birds mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. moving across an area when it's not their time to migrate, you're like, uh-oh. Right. Where are they moving? Well, oh, they're falling be. out of the air. Or you find <laughs> them dead on the ground the next morning. So what happened? We don't know. That's the that's the biggest, the best guess that they have right now is that it was some kind of compound. They don't know what kind of compound or what it was. In general, oh in the past, it's mm-hmm. usually been uh, what they've related to, like, uh, as you said, the sensitivity of the instruments that they use to yeah. migrate. Yeah. It, it's usually disturbed in some way. They think some kind of magnetic uh, in, in disruption of some mm-hmm. kind that causes them to, you know, go haywire and fall. It, it's, it's Well, that's scary. Yeah. In this case, it doesn't appear to be that, mm-hmm. but people are still throwing out some cons- conspiracy theories Ooh, like involving the, uh, theories in, in involving... Uh, um, a weapon of some kind yes. that's being That's always used. a good one to go to. And then uh, actually uh, 5G tests going going back. I mean, yeah, that whole 5G scan thing still scares me too. But interesting. <laughs> yes. So mass bird deaths on yeah. top of all the other crazy stuff going on in our world right now. Yeah, good times. Yay. What, Yay. Else? what else do you have? Oh, I've got yeah. some great stuff. <laughs> uh, California is overdue for a huge earthquake. Woo! Yay! They had uh, two pretty big earthquakes off the coast. Um, just not that long ago, yeah. yeah. And uh, they were felt on the. They weren't a big deal. They yeah. were felt on the coast a sure. little bit. Um, but the that had scientists come out and say, well, actually, those are we're a little overdue for a nasty one. Yeah. Um. So they're kind of waiting uh, to see. But you know, California more than ever is prepared for that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh. So it's. Uh. I don't think it's going to be that. It's definitely not a fear thing. The thing. The main yeah. reason I brought it up was. I just don't understand how tsunamis work. 
because I thought yeah. an earthquake of that magnitude that close to the coast mm-hmm. would cause at least some tidal issues. Yeah. Uh, because that, isn't that what happens? That's what so happens in Japan. I understand it depends on whether the earthquake moves up or down in the ocean. I see. And you know, if, if it has a tendency to, I think, go down, it causes these waves to. Because that's what happened in uh, it was that India earthquake. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that. So, but I'm also not a geologist. I'm only an anthropologist. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it sounds right. The good. So there wasn't a tsunami. Um, they no did tsunami. Have a couple of felt. No damage. Um, you remember that? I was. I always go back to the '90s when they had that 9.0. That end up yes, the, the World was, Series one, right? Yes, and I yep. was a kid. I remember watching the series, and then the series went out that night. Uh, yeah, and we're like, "What the heck happened to California?" And you know, you could see all the bridges collapse. The bridges, so yeah. I, oh, I always hope the best for them. You know. Oh yeah. I had a absolutely. geologist tell me that a lot of little earthquakes is either a pretense to a really big one, yep, or all the pressure is being relieved yep. in the fault zones, and it's actually going a to good prevent thing. more earthquakes. But yeah, again, I I take all this from geologists, not myself. Yes. Yeah. So. So, you know, uh, hang in there, California. Yeah, hang You guys do a great job. Um, there was a 400-pound feral hog killed oh. in Texas, oh. which uh, is actually not that rare. Um, those things are getting big. Big, yeah. They're getting big and aggressive and spreading. It's like out of D&D. You got um, those, uh, you know, those dire pigs, dire oh, yes, hogs. The di- yeah, the yeah, dire pigs. But hogs get big anyway, they and they're huge. mean little mothers. And they mothers. are mean. Yeah, that's not a good animal no. to have taken over places, and so it's destroying. I mean, from an economic mm-hmm. perspective, it's destroying, li- uh, you know, crops. the livelihood of the crops, yeah, and it's it's it, they're they're just a not doing flora, good things down there. You know, yeah, yeah. So no limit on hunting. Oh, no limit on hunting. So if you want to get, take something out and you want to find something where you know you want to beat the record, I don't know. I don't think this one was a record, but if you want to beat so a record, pounds go look out there. Hog. They're they're saying. I mean, this guy's guessing. Yeah. But he's like, I, I haven't seen one this big before. It's probably every couple thousand are, uh, are, are, are one in every couple thousand right. are that big or bigger. And there's 1.5 million of them. Right. And just the thing Texas. is, these things reproduce like crazy. So how yep. many times has he had offspring that could potentially have the same size as him? Yep. You know, that's the thing that, that always grabs me. It's like, man, there could be bigger one. You know, oh, yeah. there's obviously got to be a bigger one out there. Yeah. There's some great, there's yeah. some, well, maybe I shouldn't say great, but I really enjoy them. Yeah. Of like feral hog. Like horror movies that yes. are pretty great. Uh, I was actually um, chased by a feral hog with my mom in Texas. Once. Oof! And those things are nasty. Just, we, we ran up to the top of a car, and it was it was actually like being really aggressive. Yeah, we hated those things. Yeah, they can be nasty. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there, <laughs> some parents filed a complaint. Uh, Concerning I, uh, that uh, there were uh, on Spotify uh-huh. that uh, an It Chapter Two trailer was playing. Uh, during a lullaby song playlist for their children. I would probably complain about that one. Yeah. I would. I thought it was great. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> would you like a balloon? Like, oh, I've been waiting right. for you. No, who does this to kids, man? Who <laughs> thinks about these? It's got to be an algorithm thing where it's like, you know, we'll just drop this. Or someone's. I don't think someone pushes a button for that, do they? They're like, let's just play this on the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. A little it. <laughs> It's terrible. It's just like, well, this is, I mean, it's sort of children related, right? I mean, it eats children. Right? So, yeah. you know, I mean, that's. It's about kids and, yeah. and stuff. So, <laughs> I would, I agree with that complaint. That one I'm okay with. Um, Jurassic Park is right around the corner, apparently. Uh, Which one is this? So, they, there are two things that have happened. Okay. So, first, one. they found a bird like dinosaur's head in encased in amber, which, if no. you recall from Jurassic Park, when it's encased in amber, it, it preserves better. 
it's preserved right. better. So it could be even better. And then uh, n- unrelated, but uh-huh. similar, there was supposedly DNA found on dinosaur fossils that are like tens of millions, millions of years, years old. old. Yeah, I've, uh, and that's crazy because it, it's it's less the implication of like us being able to make dinosaurs and more, holy crap, DNA can survive sur- uh, survive that fossilization long, which is way past what we thought it would be able man. to do. So if it's true, that'd be crazy. Because with enough of that, you find enough specimens, you might be able to actually piece together something. Something. Yep. Ooh, I'm gonna ride a stegosaurus. I'm I mean, gonna ride a stegosaurus. I don't. <laughs> I don't know where they're at now, yeah. but there was a point where it was they were legitimately trying to revive the woolly mammoth using yes. elephant DNA yes. and well, mammoth Russia, DNA they, that they found in Siberia they to bring yeah. it back because they they thought about it, it being a meat source that could potentially grow in the tundra. Yeah, I was like, wow, Russia, you do some crazy things. But and you know, that, well, they should. That's th- wild. They should think that through a little bit because uh, yeah. if if woolly mammoths or anything like elephants, I'm pretty sure that they don't. That part of the reason they think woolly mammoths went out went extinct is because they didn't breed fast enough. Yeah, is I think the gestation period is some ridiculous yeah, amount of time. Elephants is something like two years or something. Yeah, it's something really ridiculous. long. Even they have a long gestation yeah. period. So, yeah. So, uh, last one, uh-huh. which is the most paranormal one of them all. I have to say it. Yeah. Uh, Stacy the ghost. Uh, in uh, I believe this was in uh, Scotland somewhere, uh, a store in Scotland. Move, it, it, there's a they have a ghost in their store mm-hmm. named Stacy, and she moved a stool away from an employee while she was trying to reach the top shelf of something, and she fell over. What and a it. jerk! And, and move. there's yeah, and there's Even video footage of it. Pricks. I watched it a handful of times. It, it's hard to tell. Right. I, I mean, it looks like the stool moves, but it's hard. I mean, it's, it would have been very easy to fake. But also, it could have been a just sure. you know a slide of the foot somehow you know slid down the side of it and kicked it to the side without you really being able to see it you know mm-hmm. I don't know but anyways it was pretty fun yeah, indeed you know Stacy the ghost so when we do our ghost investigations here soon which you should all pay attention for those videos coming out soon are you going to be my skeptic or are you going to be my champion because well, I'm fine with both I will be the skeptic okay that's generally where I fall because I, I, I although I am I'm more on the the uh, excited side of, yeah. of, of Mulder. Yes. But on the skeptic side of Scully. Scully. Like I want it to you be just a I want it more than I want it I more want than it bad, Scully does. Right? I want yeah. it really bad. Okay. But All right, fine. We'll find out what goes on. Oh yes. Stay tuned. Be fun. Stay tuned, listeners. So that's it for news. And now we can jump into oh, some Irish folklore. Right. Fae folk and leprechauns. Yeah. So for those who don't know what Fae folk are, imagine that they are pretty much like fairies. And they've been called everything from Fata, Fae F-A-Y, F-A-E, Fae, the fair folk. Um, they're usually, a, they are a mythological being or a legendary creature in some say European folklore, but really it's kind of a Celtic, Slavic, German, English sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But certainly more with the Celts, you know, the Scots and the, the Irish. Fae folk can have magical little homes everywhere. And the people of um, Ireland will even make sure that they will not do construction sites if they think it is going to affect Fae folk. So you can see that um, the Fae, you know, this kind of folklore still is omnipresent in their current culture. Mm-hmm. Everybody still believes in these little guys, and you know, they they actually think that it's the reason things good go good or go bad yep. in some of these construction projects for it. So yeah, if you've never looked into it, always research a little bit more because you know, the, you know. These are old traditions that, that carry through time. Now we, we look at them now. We believe in fairies. You know, leprechauns are somewhat celebrated in St. Patrick's Day, which is, you know, 
It's kind of weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, they're called the um, the people of the mound, the AOC. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The, the, that's kind of the overarching term used for all races of fairy in, mm-hmm. in uh, Irish folklore. And there are just tons and tons of different kinds okay. of, of fairies that you that they have. Give um, us an example. So, I mean, first you got the leprechaun. Yay, I mean, of course, you got to bring up the leprechaun. It's kind of yeah. a... Based, I mean, it's it's usually seen as something of, of good luck. Uh, it's uh, usually a moral. Uh, its moral compass is around greed. Don't be greedy. Got it. Uh, it's usually mostly harmless, and the worst thing it'll do is just be a prankster. So it's not one sure. of the more evil of the of them. Uh, it has been generally used as a um, not appropriately. In most cultures, mm. uh, it's it's almost kind of been used in a different light. For example, it's yeah. not even it doesn't even usually wear green. It actually usually wears red. It's a red really? suit. So that's yes. one of the myths about leprechauns, huh? Yeah, I think it just kind of merged with the uh, with the culture. It kind of became you know green the, is a lucky color, luck of the Irish. Yeah, you know, just, just this mascot for usually their cultural insensitivities that make their way into this sort of stuff. And it's true, <laughs> it's and that's and, yeah, and unfortunately, in. the leprechaun's kind of a. Right. Uh, victim of that but uh yeah so it, it kind of became sort of this like superficial mascot for saint patrick's day uh which the green came from uh they don't actually know where green specifically came from mm-hmm. but there are legends about where green for saint patrick's day came from because it didn't come from saint patrick's the yeah. the uh the shamrock did the shamrock yes. was supposedly the tool that saint patrick used when he went to ireland to convert the uh the Celtic people, the Druids, and and everything that that it was the, it represented the Trinity. So he explained yes. the Trinity through the three leaf shamrock, and so like that was that, that's where the shamrock comes from. Mm-hmm. The green may have come from this individual, and I forgot his name, uh, that supposedly had a run in with Moses, uh, where he oh, was really? bitten by a snake, and Moses healed him, but he left a green mark on his arm to always remind him to Be trust careful. in. God, God and, yeah. and th- so that's where the green came from, supposedly. Right. But there are a couple of different... That was my favorite one. But there are a couple of different ones of where the green came from. Fantastic. Uh, it left them for about nine years and went to blue for some reason. But then it went right back to green. Green, yeah. I don't know. People didn't care for that. But so anyways. How do people describe a leprechaun? So it's generally almost... It, from what I read, yeah. it's generally mostly accurate other than the red coat. They are shorter in okay. stature. Sure. Um, and they were that this it, it, they had a very it was a very numerical thing from going back to numerology mm. they had like seven buttons on on each side oh, or something like that yeah. and, uh, so they had some significance there um, but yeah other than that they they're mostly what you picture in general sure now yeah. we always associate the pot of gold yes with a leprechaun yes and that, that's always at the end of a rainbow because yeah. you can never really find the end of a rainbow yeah which is kind of a if you've ever trust me as a kid I looked. I would try to chase down rainbows because I always, you know, this folklore stuff when you're a kid is pretty, you know, it feels real. But I was always looking for that pot of gold. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. And that, yeah, that and that carries through in certain traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there's things where if you catch one, he has to take you to your, to the pot of gold. Oh, there's some right, that yeah. where only if you just keep eye contact with it, it can't disappear. And it, like you hold, but if you blink, really? it goes away. And uh, all sorts of different things for the leprechaun yeah, that's to creepy. jump around. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of other fun ones that they've got. So they've yeah. got uh, this one's pretty popular, uh, the Banshee. Oh, a lot yes. of people have heard of the, the Banshee. Wailing woman. Right? Yes, Absolutely. yes. And a, and a wailing, and we'll see as we've we'll 
uh-huh. we're going to continue to go through all these cultures and everything. Sure. There are a lot that carry over, okay. like the Wailing Woman, sure. La, uh, La Llorona that we brought up before. Yes, in Mexico. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then Banshee here in Ireland. So it, there, there are a lot that yeah. kind of come, and there are a couple more in here that kind of overlap with other cultures. Uh, so the Banshee is the omen of death and fear. Uh, the cider mm-hmm. sound will is often a prediction of death. Uh, usually uh, is some type of woman, but mm-hmm. I've most I think most people see her as a withered hag kind of thing. But the always in white. Um, yeah, and they always got that wail. I mean, they always make that that screaming yep. noise that yep. you know people. And even in some of the um, uh, paranormal videos that people catch now, a lot of people think they've caught wailing type banshee women on these these videos. You can just hear somebody screaming, and it's just this most blood curdling thing. One yeah. can go to YouTube and find something. Yeah, yeah, and people <laughs> and people find that the uh, this actually originated from something that was actually a, a pretty good thing for the most part, which were were keeners, mm. uh, these women that went to uh, funerals and sang at funerals. Um, in Ireland, oh, so really? it, it oh. actually, and it wasn't, oh. it wasn't a bad thing. It was a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so they think that's actually where it came from. Mm-hmm. But that was, I thought that was interesting. That it yeah. was actually these, uh, these women that sang very beautifully at funerals. That that's where Somewhere banshees may have come from. Yeah. Hmm. As it tends to do. You know, they take dark turns. Right. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> uh, the uh, puka is a type of Irish fairy. The uh, I never heard of a puka. Violent tricksters who come Ooh. out only at night. Um, uh, many of them considered to be the most, the worst of the fairies. Uh, I found that some sounded way worse, but yeah. supposedly the worst Those of the fairies. Those are the ones that make your life miserable? Uh, these ones, they, they uh, would take the form of a black horse, usually. Oh and they my. would trample your fields and what? destroy your well, guards. Well, yeah, I mean, as a folklore goes, that's, you never want to lose your fields. No. Right? And so it, they're wow. shapeshifters. And so they come out, uh, so they can Yeesh. come out as like a boogeyman or all mm-hmm. sorts of things. So Whatever scares usually you. Usually a black horse, yep. And they will come out. That supposedly they are very good at, at speaking human tongue. Oh God! So, so they're eloquent talkers. Yes, and so they'll stand outside your house and call your name. I need your help, Smitty. Yep. Help and if you respond, here. it drags you into the forest. Oh, that if sounds you, fantastic. But if you don't, oh great! No, right. it's not great. Then it destroys and vandalizes your property. If you don't, if How nobody do you know answers. You made one of these mad. What? How do you know you've, you've made one of these? Mad? Who knows if you're up? even making it mad? If oh it's dragging gosh. you out of the forest, it's probably just hungry. I don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Uh, the slug. The, the what? Uh, the slug. Slug. I hope I'm saying that yeah, right. Yeah, sure. The uh, restless spirits that uh, settle mm-hmm. in the afterlife that can't settle in the afterlife, so they roam the world looking for souls to share in their misery. Often appear as a flock of crows. Why do they always pick the scariest, weirdest animals? Oh, it's the best. There's a flock of. It's actually a murder of crows, isn't it? Which is even worse. Oh, murder. You're right. Murder of crows. But still, That's I mean, the best. I know. <laughs> we are associated with the murder. The murder of crows. Terrible. <laughs> um, I don't like that. That one sounds creepy. Marrows, which are like mermen and mer- mermaids. Marrows. Oh, they're considered fey folk, huh? Yes. I and uh, they are, uh, the, me- the males are grotesque sea creatures. Yes, but the females are like gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yep. And supposedly, if they like have garments that help them swim, supposedly depends on yeah. the one that you read. Either they have jewels or they have garments. garments. And if somehow a human male gets a hold of these garments or jewels, the woman becomes their wife. The mar- the marrow female becomes their wife, and will because in, in this culture they don't have fishtails; they have regular human legs, legs okay. but they have like okay. thin like features on their feet Probably that help them swim. Yes. But, but otherwise, gorgeous. So then they would become the wife, and even if they have children and everything yes. like that, then they, if they find their garments or jewels locked away somewhere, they feel the urge to return to the ocean, and they'll abandon their family. Wow. 
there are some that like to kind of relate to this legend in the sense that if you see a, a very beautiful Irish woman, she was de descended from a marrow that married with a human for a time, and oh. they had, had so the kids. Some may have fey ancestry. That's supposedly. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. that's fun stuff. Beautiful Irish redhead women. Ooh, the Kelpie's really fun. <gasps> yes. 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 An evil spirit that takes the form of a seafaring horse or a wet, very wet horse right. that entices children to ride on it. And it, when they get onto the it, it turns, its skin turns into an adhesive of some kind. And then it rides into the water and drowns the child and then eats it. Talk about a subsistence practice that is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my great. gosh. <laughs> it's a great way to scare kids, you know? I found a lot of folklore stuff, you know, in different cultures, just ways to keep behaviors in line so i wonder where the yeah yeah, yeah. You know I mean? and this one was to stay away from the water, water. that was the, absolutely yep. that's where yep. a lot of these are you yep. bet. and wow. now the changeling we would be amiss if we didn't bring up the changeling yes please. the do. changeling is a big is a big one um so it's a it's a when a fairy replaces a human baby with a fairy or yes. another like a There's replacement, so it looks like it mostly looks like a normal human baby, but it's just screaming, screaming and crying and, crying and free. So if a baby has like an illness or won't stop crying, when it's like, oh, you have a changeling, it's been replaced by a by this Irish. I've fairy. watched a few shows. There was a movie where something like that was taking place. Oh, oh, so many! Oh, I've got them. Hellboy. I've got them on my list. It is in the latest Hellboy, Hellboy movie. That's what it was. Where yes. it does that, it covers the changeling. Uh, but yeah, so that one's a big one. That okay. one's in a lot of uh, sure. folklore, and it's a lot of horror movies, which I'll bring up later. Ooh. The Fear Gorta. I just want to say it like that. I don't right, know how you say it. Probably not pronounce that way, but who cares? It's fun. Yeah. It's the zombie equivalent in Irish folklore. It's oh, the gross. walking corpse, and it generally comes around, and it, it doesn't feast on your brains like no. other zombies. What is it after? It's actually just after regular food. So it tends to come during a famine, and if it mm. comes up to your door and asks for food, and if you give it food, you get prosperity. If you don't, bad things happen. Bad things happen to you. But it doesn't actually itself do anything to you, supposedly. So but another one of the sayings, help the poor when they need it. Yep. That's what it feels yeah, like to me. Yeah, that's a yes. great one. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, even in moments of dire need for yourselves, Selfs, you take care of others. Share. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Dolahan, which that is the of, equivalent yeah. of the Headless Horseman. Mm -hmm. It's the, it, I, I think it probably, it, I can't imagine it doesn't predate the Headless Horseman. Yeah, it's got to well, be the first instance of A it. lot of this ends up creeping over into European culture. Yep. Some of it. So it, that story spread and you know how pe people move. Yeah. So yes, this one sounds a little bit more fun though. He holds the a human spine in one hand and then his head in the other, and he works kind of like the banshee in the sense that he shows yeah he shows up when somebody's about to die and he calls out the name of the person that's dying. So he oh kind of works gosh. like the reaper, the grim reaper. Grim reaper, right? But the uh, grim, he's like the the, the grim um, spokesperson. You know? Yes, I'm the spokesperson. You know hey, hey, all right, come on down. But yeah, then it, if you maintain eye contact with it for too long, yes. it'll blind you in one eye with its spine. Oh, good. So then you have the evil eye. Yeah. Fantastic. Good times. Love it. The, the last one is just the Abartok. The Abartok. Abartok. Uh, it's the Irish equivalent of, of uh, a vampire. Ooh. And there are some, mm. it's a very small mm. contingent at this mm. point, uh, some that believe that's where vampires actually came from. The concept of Dracula came from the Abartok. But I, yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty big stretch. It, it, it is. It's just... It's amazing how many of these um, folklore and faith things just make their way from culture to culture. So my question is this. Did they really exist and everybody experienced it? Or did this one story get told and just spread out from there? Because it's either or. Yeah. And that's the interesting part because you, you, it, it's, it, you can stand your ground as a skeptic or as a believer mm -hmm. into either one of those categories. Like, well, it's just cultures spread 
and right. it just it just spread for the, like these little mythologies to teach lessons. Yes, yeah, but, and then like certain things just stuck, and sure. then they just became stronger and stronger. Or yeah. each one, it, or these things were prominent at one point and actually were, were affecting cultures in yeah. different ways. Because you know we may not be the only thing around. That's yeah, all I'm getting at. Yeah, cool. So. Thank you for the education on Faithful. Was there another oh, yes. that you were going to share? No, that was okay. it. I just have my I just have my movie list. Cool. And for those of you who don't know, Dalton always comes up with a series of movies yes. associated with some of the scary stuff that we like to talk about. And then he starts picking these movies, and they're fantastic. So, what is first on the list? What should we check out? So now you, this one is just a given. It's Leprechaun. Yeah, I was going to say there's like <laughs> Leprechaun one, two, and three. It's Seventeen. There's seven. There's yeah. like yeah, Leprechaun in the hood. And it's and that like, one actor that, that was, was in uh, Willow and. Um, a lot oh, of the Star shoot. Wars movies. I, I can never remember his name. his name, but man, he just looks so creepy. I yeah. remember seeing oh, him that creepy. makeup, and I was creepy. like, this thing is awful. It's an old school. It's, I mean, it's yeah. just B horror movie right yeah. up to the. And uh, Jennifer Aniston's in the first one. So if you have a Jennifer Aniston crush or anything like that, she's in the first one. Oh, my God. One of her first movies. So the best one. Yes. The best one. That yes. you, everybody has to watch the best one. The Hallow. The Is amazing. I don't think I've Very seen well The Hallow. It's, I think it came out uh, about. Four years ago, okay. four or five years ago, okay. uh, it's a really good one about a, a, a family, a husband, wife, and their child that move to Ireland to like uh, survey this forest. The husband's surveying the forest, and he it's finds this nature once you start messing black with it. stuff in the forest. And Ew. then there's the then the fair, the fae folk come out and uh, try to changeling the baby, and it's good stuff. Really, really one. good movie. I'm feeling that one. I'm feeling I that love one. it. And then the hole in the ground is another version of of the hallow. It's the changeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really good. That one's okay. also really well done. Uh, the Hell is one of my favorite horror movies, though. So anybody who enjoys a good horror movie, it gets the Dalton seal of approval. Oh, it does. So Dalton's got fantastic taste in horror movies. So. <laughs> now those were the best ones as far as specifically Irish folklore. Mm-hmm. Now Irish horror movies in general. A Dark oh. Song is a pretty good one. Ooh. It's about a woman that tries to basically summon an angel to answer questions for her. But it doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's fun. Okay. It's a slow burner. Slow burner. Okay. Extraordinary is a uh, horror that comedy that just yeah. came out recently. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Uh, Grabbers is another horror comedy, uh, more in the uh, Lovecraftian realm of I've read horror. All of H.B. Lovecraft. So yes, it's a it's a good one. one. The the graphics have not held up well. It's a low budget movie, but it's Who cares? Fun, good times. Now this last one, okay, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. called Isolation, and it is about a farmer. Who has a has cattle and is and, you know his farm is dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets offered an opportunity from a uh, scientist to experiment on his cows. Uh, to if he doesn't he doesn't get to know why or how no. or what, but he's like, here's your money if you let me experiment. So he gets to experiment on his cows and he still gets to take care of his cows. The cows' offspring start to mutate and it's what? it's it sounds so ridiculous. It's an amazing movie. I love it. So I have good. to watch that one. It's so what good. was that one again? Isolation. Isolation. Now, I believe it's there are two list. different versions. Of, there are two movies called Isolation, uh, so you just want to make sure you get the right one. But uh, it's it's about like farmland and cattle and this farmer and I just put in the Isolation Cow Horror Movie. Yes, because that's the best way to go. <laughs> what was your what year is it? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. So yes. it's fifteen years old, but still, I mean, it, so good. I, I love that movie. I don't want to ruin it for people. Yep, that's a good one. Yeah, faith folk. Um, you know, they've just been around in all kinds of deep cultures for as long as we can remember. I mean, uh, even I, uh, Notre Dame has the leprechaun as their mascot. So you know, yep, 
and the uh, the Iceland, they have that road in oh, Iceland yes. where there's that rock where they believe the Fae live inside of it, and they moved around it. Around they didn't it. move the rock, yeah. Absolutely. And that was, you know, I mean, it's it's modern enough that they built a road around it. Around it. So. And then I remember even the people, they're talking about how they were like, listen, we cannot touch this rock because yep. it will ruin our nation. Yep. I mean, these, I mean, this is some deep, ingrained cultural beliefs that just, you know, you just don't throw idly to the side. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's, and it, and these are these are not, in many cases, they you know they're not third world country or fourth world country mm-hmm. in which you think that they're not modernized in technology and things like that, uh, to where because that's generally what we, the way that we go, science yeah. replaces myth. Yep. So the more science and technology based you are, the less myth you have. Well, uh, some of these cultures they're pretty they're pretty well along right. science technology. They're modernized. They're absolutely you know, and they still have a pretty strong. Right. I mean, we still celebrate Halloween here. I mean, we don't love Halloween. Me too. Favorite holiday. If you guys don't know the, if you can't uh, tell around here, we get really, really dressed up. So sometime this year, you'll see us all in regalia. I don't call them <laughs> costumes because we go all out. We go all out. That's that's good stuff. I like this one. It's always fun. We yeah. The little spooky stuff. Oh yeah. I like the little guys. <laughs> guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of this. Do ring the bell. Follow us on this channel. Follow everything we do. We've got more than one podcast than what you see here today. We have Double Feature. We have OCN Eats. We have, they're all escaping me. At Parental the exposure. Parental composure. Composure <laughs> exposure. <laughs> not quite. The, it's not that kind of show. <laughs> Sorry, composure. But check out our list. We have lots of cool stuff there. We have something every day that, that comes out. We'd like to thank everyone that helps make this possible, starting with the person sitting behind the glass there. It's an invisible fae. We have a leprechaun running the show today, which is always fun. They've been talking in our ear for a while. It's actually <laughs> been kind of scary. I'd like to thank my partner for actually doing all of the work. You do. You really do. Ah. Let's be honest. Without <laughs> you, this thing doesn't exist. And um, I'm Josh Hamling. This has been another episode of the Paranormal Past Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you.